Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. You're listening to the Lunch Hour Anime Special. I'm Rage. And I'm Jolly. This week we watched Hyperdimension Neptunia. This is the Night of the Living Geeks podcast. Check out our past episodes of the show at notlg.com. And support this program and the network today at patreon.com slash notlg. Atari such a bitch. <laughs> Why is Atari or Tari? Tari. Oh, so no, she's know. the goddess of Tari. We haven't known her. Okay. We don't know what her name is. Uh, I don't know if they'll explain her reasons, but um, I, keep, I, I feel like I'm doing this. You know, the, the book was better shit, but in the game, <laughs> she becomes a goddess, and then just she's rep, she repre- she's representing the crash of '83, where she grew too powerful too quickly. The public revolted and it destroyed her country, and now she thinks she well in the game she's out to destroy everything mm-hmm. because she feels like goddesses are should all be hers. No, no, in the game she just destroys because goddesses shouldn't be around because she failed her country. Ergo, goddesses aren't needed. Ergo, we should kill all goddesses, and then we have true freedom. In the okay, game, in so the, she's an anarchist. In, she's an anarchist slash psychopath. In this okay. one, she's a selfish psychopath where it's like. My country he was first, so ergo, you all should be mine. So that's why she's trying to take over. See, like, okay, that, like, I, I understand the reasoning, and I understand, like, that, like, even that makes some kind of sense. I like, I like the idea that I was Atari, I was here first, this whole gaming shit is mine. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but, like, I don't know why she's so, like, her personality is bitchy and aggressive. That's one thing I did not like. She's one of my least favorite characters. Yeah, it because it, it, well, because in the game she doesn't just she, in this one she's obfuscating or pretending stupid. I yeah, can't, I can't pronounce yeah. the one. She's pretending stupid. She was hoping that kind. I think she was kind of hoping Eden would destroy everyone. Everyone would be under Eden, and because she's the mommy, she's technically in charge now, so she's yeah. enrolled by proxy. Uh, yeah, Eden takes over, and then she reveals herself, and Eden's hers, and it's all hers. Yeah, so her, yeah. she's just she's playing everyone. In the game, she is a meek little idiot, and then she gets some dark power, and then she immediately becomes, like, the bitch that you see. And so it's 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 wor- it's a worse transformation than Plutia. Because Plutia goes from uh, airhead to sadistic, but it's still kind of funny. Yeah. This one, she goes from completely useless. She is shit on in the entire game. She goes from complete useless, like, why are you even here, to instant, a god am I, I have all this power, and I'm going to blow up the world. And it's like, there's no build-up. It felt like there's no build-up. Yeah. And I mean, here, she's kind of been lingering around for a while. She's been around. In the beginning, she was the one handing out the paperwork mm-hmm. saying, we don't need goddesses. So there's little, there's kernels in here. Everything's important. Right, like, in, in, in the show, there's kernels, and it's okay. And I'm happy with the way it's worked out in the show. I just, like, why is she, like, calling everyone, like, I don't know, calling her, like, why is Plude, uh Neptune a bitch? Like, I don't know. She just, I, I do not like the, her dialogue. The motives are cool. I like that it's Atari making comeback, which is crucial <laughs> because last week they revealed their new console that looks just like the old one, but it's like the retro future kind of thing. Like, this is good timing for us to watch this because Atari is trying to make a console comeback. 
<laughs> I think the writers just kind of uh, ran out of ideas in terms of personality because you had Eden, Yellowheart, who was just a child. Yeah. You've got the Atari, who's just a straight angry bitch. Like, I think they they completely ran out of of personality of ideas, of ideas for, yeah. for characters because you've got you've got the four main goddesses, so they each have a personality, and you've got to put personalities to the to the, sisters. the to sisters of the CPU candidates, and so now you've got these other two, and we're like, well, shit, we used all our good ideas, especially now you have like characters like R four, yeah, um, yeah, R two, uh, uh, R two, you, know, you had all those good personalities. I think they just ran out of steam here. Yeah. And but I, I think the other thing that's kind of um, I don't know if it's what they're meaning, but I I like the idea of using Atari and making her a goddess because she did used to have a console and did used to rule everything, which she says, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's no allegory in the show because this is what Sega having Sega too is for a console maker who dies from the console market but continues to produce games because Atari hasn't had a console in a long time, but they're a major player in the publishing industry. Like, they publish a shit ton of games. They're right up there with, like, EA sometimes. Um, and, like, it, like... True. Maybe maybe if they showed her in some sort of so, business context? I don't know, but then I like I like the idea that she pulls her continent out of Neptune. <laughs> like, that works with, like, that's great, this is your, your console and all, but <laughs> you're here because people play my games. <laughs> you know? Like... Like, you don't, you know, you play, you make Sega and Crash Bandicoot or whatever the fuck, but that's really about it. Everybody, like, the idea that then every other game on your console would be mine. So, really, is it your console or are these my shares? Like, that'd be a cool thing to bring into this, and I kind of thought that's where they were starting to go, but, like, nah. Yeah, I think, I think it's just, it feels too instant. Like, oh, hi, I'm a goddess, now I'm going to show your country. Yeah. If they, if they, if they, if she was a little bit, I think if they made her character more proactive or more, savvy in some aspects because she's ab- she's abject useless just abject garbage throughout the entire thing until until in the game she's forcibly given dark power or here she's like oh she i'm actually oh, the whole time <laughs> so like maybe because here here would be a lot better actually because if she had the power the whole time there could have been little scenes here and there where she's doing something that they catch a glimpse of, but you don't know. Every single yeah. one of her scenes here is just her being yelled at, her being apologetic about you know the kidnapping of, of Pishi, yeah, getting getting like pretty much subdued and tied up immediately by Iris Hart when, when they bust into the ca- the cannon machine over in Eden. She's just it it just feels like a, a, a zero to sixty, and we don't get to see the buildup. See, I think I think we do get to see the buildup, but it happens too quickly. Uh, and it's too short. Like the idea that you make Eden, so Eden creates this disruption, right? That's really good. Like, like Eden did a good job of forcing Bert back in the lean box and forcing um, Noir back into... Um, Last Station. Last Station. Like, when you made Eden, you forced all the goddesses back into their own territory, so they're no longer able to cooperate. And then from there, you steal shares, and you create dissension among them. Like, the plan is good, but, like, you... like. I have to look for that. It's not being shown to me very well. Like, we got one episode of Eden, and then half of this episode in the beginning, like, Blanc gets a little pissy, and the rest of them are, like, upset. But that's it. Like, there's no real, like, if you could have made a whole episode, not made a whole episode, but drawn out a little bit more that they are starting, like, this peace treaty thing was going great for, like, six or seven episodes, but it's really falling apart right now. 
and then and sorry. then and then she comes in and be like, "That was my plan the entire time: divide, separate, and conquer." I feel like this has the uh, the Charlotte effect here, where like they just dicking around at the beginning, and then oh fuck, we need yeah, to finish. Yeah, dicking <laughs> around for the first, but this one actually had good world building for actual well, Charlotte did too. But this yeah. one has more good, great world building for like the first half, and then they realize, okay, we actually really need to do stuff, and then oh no, we need to put in this character, and it's like okay. Um, we'll just give her immediate motivations because there was, like you said, no build-up to yeah. who she was until literally five minutes into this episode when she starts glowing with the power. Yeah. it's like, And that's another thing that kind of was like left hanging until here, and this kind of is an unsatisfying conclusion, is that dark power, that robot guy yeah. um, spread around to like you know, control the masses and stuff. Again, we don't get any hints of where it comes from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no there's no scenes where, you know, he's packing it and then he's asking like, you know, so where does this even come yeah, from? Yeah, where does this come from? And you don't even have to see the other person. You can just say, where does this come from? And they don't have to talk. You just have him like typing because he's all computer. So where does this stuff come from? And you just have a line that says, don't worry about it. Just do your job. And he's just kind of like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Because again, like, because he, he said here, like, the contract stated I I could not look into who my client was, but it didn't say anything about after I was done. So yeah. I looked into the client, and oh shit, it's Ray. See, and but then like, if the dark thing comes from her, I don't understand how that fits in the allegory. Like, why does Atari then have the power to sway people like that? Like, I don't understand. Maybe that's the whole publisher on your console thing. Um, but like, what what about Atari gives it mind control powers? <laughs> well, I think, I think the problem here is that there's no allegory, and because there's so much. Everywhere else. Everywhere else. We're looking to find something that isn't there. Because yeah. at some point, I think that the the story for, you know, the quote-unquote references and story from the game has to end, and the story for the anime has to begin. And when, you're, when you've got three episodes left and you're trying to cobble together an ending... Yeah. I mean, this is, this is the second last episode. Yeah, we got one more after this. So when you're yeah. trying to cobble together an ending, I think at, at this point it's crunch time, references kind of go out the window it's like oh shit we need we need a villain we need a motivation and we need a means and so the means to you know the means was to divide and conquer was the mind control get everyone you know rioting and stuff and but then yeah how does how does atari of all people fucking do that yeah we would know we really need it's okay this is what i want to see in the last episode and it's not gonna happen this is what i want it to be r4 comes back and single-handedly has the power to decimate Atari because all of Atari's games from back in the day are now, like, what, 10 kilobytes? I can download that shit in half a second and play it on any goddamn thing I want because it's fucking Pong, right? Like, R4 literally just slayed the shit out of Atari. Yeah, R4. Because like, Atari existed solely in the world before piracy was even possible. If you tried to bring any of that shit back, no. What? Come on. Could you, <laughs> no, could you imagine that, though? Like, the goddess is getting their asses handed to them, and then piracy comes and saves yeah. them? Here comes R4. Like, okay, let's not get too nostalgic, because I ripped all that off. <laughs> Anything old in 10 years? Yeah, we downloaded it. I ain't buying that. <laughs> she just goes in like, oh, yeah, and literally she just sucks all their shares out of, um, all the shares out of Atari, because, like, yeah, all your shit's actually mine. Yeah. Because actually, no one would really remember you and your long lost nation, quote unquote, if I wasn't here to keep your shit alive. Yeah, 
<laughs> Nobody plays Pong in a fucking common, or Atari 2800 or whatever. Nobody will ever do that again. But they'll play it on their phone, which, by the way, they download illegally because of me. <laughs> so it's all my power. That's what I want. Because, like you're saying, like trying to find something in the allegory. Like, if you're going to do any bit of allegory, like... No, Atari here loses to R4 in a second. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Honestly, it feels like she would really... Like, R4 is probably the only, like, sensible enemy. Because what, what are they... The, the other four goddesses are just going to beat the crap out of Atari? What, what, what's that? Where's the reference there? Because, yeah. yeah, I know we just talked about references going out the window, but this is the resolution of your entire series. Yeah. It's got to be a, somehow It's got to be all reference. four goddesses coming together to beat the whatever. It's, it's got to be a reference somehow. Yeah. In there, like like you said, maybe if this was made in a few years and the Atari, the Atari console crashed and burned again, yeah. the four goddesses could just beat the shit and be like, why are you repeating history, bro? See, but I will say, like, Atari coming back, like, because then, again, you could bring in the allegory, the idea of nostalgia. Like, and that's why, and, and then it makes Atari, like, an immediate rival for, um, for Blanc. I like in the beginning that Blanc talks about, or, like, Blanc immediately gets pissed when she gets her by the vessel and she runs off. And I think it's, um, Vert explains her nation is old and they're prideful. And that's very true of Nintendo. They're a very old company in the gaming world and they are very proud of their property and they're very proud of their legacy. And the like, the country of Japan is very proud of the fact that Nintendo gaming was like invented there, more or less, at least as we know it today. So, like, if you bring back the idea of nostalgia, like that also makes Block a lot more powerful. And then she becomes like, it's cool because you could bring some kind of stuff in. But I, I want to do so much more with the allegory that they're just like, eh, transformation and punch people. And I'm like, no, <laughs> come on, you could do so much more. You could tell such a bigger, better story. I like the idea of nostalgia being like the power here because because if you're talking nostalgia, yeah. of course Atari would steal shares yeah. from from uh, Nintendo. Yeah. And considering Nintendo got mad about the stairs being stolen, it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it makes sense that then she would be the one to notice because she would have the most taken from her. She had most She'd have way more taken from her than, than Nintendo, or way more taken from her than Microsoft would, and Pl- PlayStation would. Um, Sega would be up there too, but like, n- nostalgia would steal way more from Nintendo than anyone else. So, so if you're talking about stealing nostalgia, it would be Nintendo getting yeah. ripped off. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I, I don't know, but that's not going to be what happens. <laughs> that's not going to be it. I it's, think just, I, it's just Blanc being very protective. I think uh, I think I found figured out who Abnus is. You know, she's always screaming, think of the children. Yeah. I think she's the stu- She's a uh, reference to the stupid uh, parental rise up oh. when Mortal Kombat comes around. Oh, because she's yeah. running around screaming, think of the children. You're taking our children. You're hurting our children. Yeah. And she kicks down the door, and it's, and it's always like them having fun. Yeah, it's always nothing. It's always nothing. That's true. So I think I think it's just the over. It's it's a plan to the overreaction yeah. of of the parent, moral guardian, police dictatorship. You're probably because the name is Abnes. It's like Agnes. It's like a name nobody's had since the fucking 1930s. Well, when I think I think about it, I think of um, Reverend Lovejoy's wife from The Simpsons. Her, her basically all in line is, won't somebody think of the children? Yeah. And that's basically what Abnus is doing. Think of the children. Yeah. Think of the... Well, they are. That's why they're having this yeah. big-ass kind of... It's a festival for shigs. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's... Like, it's all just... Fun. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you're and probably... Even, and even right. when she's about to get crushed in the camera, she's still more worried about... 
protecting the children yeah. than, than, like, her own life. So she would rather destroy herself for this little shred of... Yep. Little, little shred of publicity. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So what, what, what? So her name before she became the goddess of Tari was Ray Wrights? I don't know what that means. That's got to be something. It's got to be something. I don't know, though. It's got to be like some old copyright thing or something. I don't it know. It might, might be like the, a, a reference <coughs> to a guy who made something on it. I have no idea. But I don't know what Ray Wright stands for. Because, But then again, like, Neptune's a reference, but then Blanc Vert and Noir, they're just colors. Yeah, that's true. Ray Wrights. I don't know what it would be color-wise either. I don't know. But this character, I'm like, yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Like, Ray, the Ray transformation's Wright. not interesting. Just annoying. Yeah, Ray Wrights is not really regard. I don't regard her very high. I regard her just above Pishi. Yeah. In in terms of interest and like when she was on the screen when I was playing against, I was like, go away. <laughs> I, I literally skipped all of her scenes I, after like the first playthrough. And at this point, I'm. I'm kind of good that the show's going to end after this thing because the ideas are feeling old, too. Like, <clears throat> it feels kind of... It feels kind of like Shonen. Like, you defeat the enemy. Oh, no, there's a bigger, badder enemy. Yeah. Out of nowhere, so much more powerful. And yeah. then you defeat them somehow. And then, oh, there's a bigger, how could we ever defeat this bigger, bad? Like, like, there was a big bad, and then there was Peachy. Who's like, oh my god, so much more powerful than us. I don't know how we'll ever defeat her. And somehow they figure some shit out. In one now, episode, too. Yeah, in one episode. And now there's the gods of Tari out of nowhere firing the Pong laser. How will we ever defeat the Pong laser? Like, yeah, it's going to happen It's gonna happen in one episode. Like, yeah, but I think, we, I think we're finally seeing the biggest bad, considering there's one episode left. Yeah. And I mean, Outs- then, outside of the OVA, but I think the OVA, since it's kind of separate, it's probably got its own separate container. I mean... Like, I, not out of nowhere. I mean, the plan was good. And if you look at, like, if you look at the show starting at the, the beach episode, moving forward, there is a plan in place. Right? You can see that Ray Wright's had a plan. But, like, the moments where you see that it was intentional are really small. Like, it, so it makes you question how much of this, how much of the sequence of events actually did anything. How much was even intentional. Like, or what, did she just happen to fall into this thing that worked out okay? You know, like, did she plan this, or it was just, you know, well, I guess we'll try eating, now that didn't work, now we'll do this, now that didn't work, now we'll do this, ah, it didn't work. I'm afraid it's going to be an info dump, where she's going to say something like, well, I was going to rise up, but then I found this Pishi who turned, you know, this Pishi, you know, lands in your world, Yeah, I'm just going to, you the know. Me- the the mega, megalomaniacal explanation of the plan yeah she's gonna yeah. it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be the the, the villain rant or whatever yeah. she's like I was gonna rise up but then I thought I'd try Pishi ah Pishi didn't work oh whatever so then I was like but while you guys were dealing with Pishi I was able to steal those shares and got block mad at you ho yeah and I'm a I'm a again it's it's, it's it's it feels like the budget crunch the time crunch came in where where it's like I don't know I don't know about you but when I did a research paper, I kind of, you know, <laughs> floated around for like the first three weeks on like the first five pages, and then the last three days we're crunching the other five together. Yes, that's, that's what this feels like. It yeah. feels like me when I was in English class. That that's a really good analogy. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I was I was excited. I was hoping for something really cool, and maybe something really cool. Maybe R four does. 
<laughs> Cross those fingers, bud. <laughs> no, R four is done. She's living on that eggplant farm, and it's fantastic. That's a great way to. That's a great way to end the character's story arc. I think that was one of the highlights of this show was how they dealt with R four. Yeah, I, I think I think R four was the end of the good story arcs here. Because it was it was the end of R four. And then it was the beach episode, and then we've been on this like Eden Pishy thing now. It just felt then. it just felt too rushed and unfocused. If they had maybe five more episodes, because they built up Eden as a threat, and then they crush in one episode. They're building up Ray Rights as a threat, building up the Nation of Tari as a threat. But there's one, one more. Episode. There's one episode, so they're going to crush in one episode. So it's just kind of like you know maybe. If they had like another chance of act, maybe Eden actually getting partway through into Neptune, Planet Neptune, or Last Station, or you know PC actually beating the snot out of most of them before they finally, yeah, kind of rise up and just, I mean even even the generic cliche like she beats them up separately, but then together they're able to take her down. That kind that would have been better than what they had. Yeah, and like and they mentioned too, like all of the other except for Neptune. Planet Neptune, every other country has been steadily losing shares since Eden. Mm-hmm. Like, they mention it, but it's not, like, made a thing out. I don't know. Then and they, it's nice, because then we get to see a repercussion that, like, I was saying yesterday, like, like there's no, re- like, this has to have a lasting effect somehow, right? Like, people who pro- people probably got turned on to porn content who didn't see it before. Like, I imagine that some of the share loss, like, it's just, there's too many, it's, it's crumbs when it needs to be, like, kernels. It just needs to be... Well, the, it, does, it doesn't feel connected like it should. Well, the problem with the whole shares thing is it's a zero-sum game. Yeah, so, so when Block, Block's complaining. So when Block calls out Neptune and is like, you stole exactly the number of shares that the three of us lost, well, no shit. Yeah. It's got to come from somewhere. It's, 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 if, if you imagine as a percentage, if I take one from you, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an equal trade. And there's no, there's, no, there's no extra growth. There's no, like, I get to take one, but you get to keep one. Yeah. And she's it's, the one who, quote-unquote, beat Yellowheart. So it makes sense that she would jump miraculously in the share rating. But, and then even then, that's supposed to be how it happened. But did they even say that? That the reason she's so popular is because she's perceived to be the one? Well, they, they said that the jump was higher than that would marry. So they said that it's, it's like, extraordinar- like, extraordinarily high of a jump, even considering that is what they said. Well, so, they, so they say that. So they say that, but then... <coughs> Blanc is accusing him of stealing shares. Yeah. And then they just kind of drop it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just... Well, I, they drop it because the goddess of Tari shows up. Well, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> they don't, you know, what if, you know, Blanc needs to show up and be like, oh, I got it. It wasn't you. It was the goddess of Tari stealing my shares. But that's the thing is, I, I think that's, that's the one part of this that might have been intentional, is pushing them all back into their own area, creating this division between them. Like... I, I don't think it's intentional that they weren't there for the festival or whatever, but I think it was part of Ray Rice's plan to make sure that nobody came to her to her aid, like so she could beat them one by one by one. Well, maybe not for maybe not for Neptune's uh, benefit, but for definitely our benefit as as the viewer. Otherwise, otherwise it's just Blanc being a bitch. Yes. You know, like if she maybe because she has this report that Planet Neptune has been stealing shares. We need to, we as as the as the audience need to know how or why. Yeah. So when she's screaming that, and then she just straight up attacks. It's like Ram and Ram. I was expecting them to kind of say something like, "Oh, there was an there was an error out of the report." 
you know, that shows that this person actually stole it. Instead, they just, they're just like, stop, don't, don't, I, they're our friends. They would never do this. Yeah. That was their reasoning. And it's like, of course, like an eight-year-old would say that. Yeah. And Uni's buried in paperwork, so she's on them time to look into it. Yeah. And Vert's, Vert's doing a Vert's doing a web show, <laughs> so Vert can't look into it. I'm waiting for the the resolution for the stolen chair. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm like I was, I was into this into the bikini episode, and since then it's just, it's been no, I, you're rolling your eyes, but like. I'm, like, the first half of the show with R4 and R4's resolution was really good. And the beginning episode was fun. I know you don't like them, but it was fun as they go. And it's just kind of been, like, the show's been, like, floundering since then. I don't know. I think if they kept the first, if they kept the season of the first game, it would perfect. Yeah. Because it, the, the whole thing was just fighting R4. And it seems, like, seems really disconnected since then. Yeah. And so I'm, like, I, I want to know how it resolves, but I'm, like, I'm not as invested as I was Six episodes ago, I'm like, yeah, and you know, I've watched eleven episodes. We're definitely gonna watch the last one, but like, yeah, I don't care, because <laughs> you know, and also the same thing that happens every time you have the repetitive storyline of oh, a new big enemy, and then they defeat new big. It's gonna be them coming together somehow to defeat her all at once. And, like you can figure out what's gonna happen. I think they just introduced way too many bad guys at the end here. Yeah, um, it's just a parade of new month. Like, we're supposed to believe that it's a big bad or an overarching story that's going on here, but it feels more Monster of the Weeky. I think it would have been a better a better resolution is if they be, they did the you know the cliche thing of beating up Pishi. Pishi gets her shares back, or her memories back, and she leaves a Plutia. They capture armor armor, armor guy, guy, but then Ray Wright gets away, and maybe she does the tee man the next time, wah ha ha, yeah. you know, the snipey whiplash, you know mustache twirling thing you know or maybe she's captured too and she's still in her stupid meek like you know why me phase yeah. but and then this could be the OVA yeah when where she yeah. shows up and she's like ha I was actually the orchestrator of all this shit cause that's the other thing too is your expectation as a viewer like this is the 12th episode this is the 11th episode of a 12 episode series so we're expecting a big cool reveal to tie everything together and be awesome somehow and there's I think we're coming into this with really big expectations for the character where it's like if you watch an OVA you're like eh it all has to be contained here so I'm only expecting so much uh, yeah they, they introduced this big this big villain with one episode to go yeah there's no build up there's no way they can build up the finale yeah, and it's not gonna—it's not gonna tie together a whole twelve episodes. It can't. Yeah. Well, it can't because it just—it kind of seems like those, all those other episodes were their own, so yeah. to speak. I mean, like how you said, like you know, it was a good self-contained thing up until episode, episode what the beach episode eight, eight. yeah, and I had three episodes of Pichi to to their Eden arc, and I have two yeah. episodes of Ray Wright. They're 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 just separate arcs that yeah. are completely disconnected. Yeah. Ah, anyway, I gotta get back to work. I gotta Alrighty. get to a meeting. Have fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Good game. Good game. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.